Welcome to the Guilty Pleasures podcast, the podcast where we sit down and chat to influential people about their quirky traits and questionable habits. Forget what you think you know, we're about to get into the nitty gritty of what makes people tick. Whether it's a secret Jedward obsession or putting milk into your tea first, get strapped in lads, we're about to find out. We're your hosts, I'm Maxine and I'm Katie. So this week we are joined fashion blogger, YouTuber, clothing brand owner, designer, roller skater extraordinaire, Grania Bins. So you're very welcome to the Gra- podcast. How are you? I'm, I'm good. You really just like made my head so big. Not at all, not at all. I would follow your Instagram and you're just like, I think the main thing that stands out is you have such a funky style and like your fashion is just so like, it's just so vibrant. And like, were you always into fashion or is it something like you came upon when you got older um no it's always been kind of a thing so I always tell people when they ask that question my mom says like her earliest memory of me like being that into fashion was like on a family holiday when I was about three I just came down at the pool every day with a a new layer of clothing on like multiple layers and she said like I would just put on like a fashion show and she was like it was 30 degree heat and you just kept piling more and more layers on top of other clothes so I think it's always been there and then when I had dolls and things like that I would like when we used to go to Florida my mom used to pick like fabrics for my sister's like dancing dress and if dresses and if we ever had any fabric left over like i sewed little dresses together for my dolls and stuff so it was always kind of there and then when I was maybe about 13 or 14 I was on Tumblr and Lookbook which like Lookbook is so funny like the concept of it I don't know if you've ever heard of it but it was basically like Instagram before Instagrams but it was just fashion so people just kind of posted their outfits and like tagged where their outfits were from every day and stuff. So yeah, I've kind of always been into it. And I think it's always been like really vibrant. Like I feel like, especially as a teenager, I kind of found it hard to express myself for how I was feeling. And I think that was always just kind of how I did that. Like, yeah through my clothing I think you could tell when I wasn't doing well because I was always in darker clothes or you know baggy clothes is where when I was doing well I was in bright like outfits so yeah it's always definitely been a thing and then just throughout the years kind of I think throughout my teenage years I kind of lost it a bit and then I think once I went to college I was just like no like this is who I am so I suppose when you're a teenager and stuff, you kind of go through like that le- that stage of just being very self-conscious. So maybe was it that that kind of played into it as well? Um, I had an eating disorder when I was 16. And I just, when I was like kind of in recovery and stuff, like when I was in hospital, I was completely rebellious. Like through my fashion choices, I used to wear t-shirts by that brand that Urban Outfitters sold called Sick Girl. So I used to walk around like the wards with Sick Girl written on my t-shirt and they were like, you can't do that. And I was like, you can't stop me, like that kind of thing. But then um, when I met her and I went back to school and stuff, I think I was just like, like people knew me as the girl with the eating disorder. So I just, I was like, I, I'm sick of being a somebody. Like I just want to hide away from the world for a while. Um, Cause before my eating disorder, I was the girl who wore the crazy clothes and then it was the girl who had the eating disorder and I was like I can't be both so I'll just be nobody for a while and then I think yeah as I said as soon as I went to college I was kind of like you know saw like how 
much people just embraced who they were and I was like I haven't been true to myself for the past few years so I think yeah definitely when I went to college I was like no <laughs> and is that when you like came out of your shell and kind of like kind of came into yourself you kind of felt more confident in doing it yeah I mean it's crazy because I look at pictures of me when I was you know before my eating disorder and it was always there I think obviously that was just a huge knock to my confidence but I like I think yeah definitely when I went to college I and because I studied communication so I was in quite a creative course so like doing that and yeah kind of just figuring out I think it was like I knew who I was when I was young and then I lost it and then I think you know going to college and stuff like I was like okay you know like this is who I am even though I still don't know who I am <laughs> does anyone know but like I just knew that I had to do this and like I think you know because I always shared like my outfits and stuff online as a teenager I think you know starting to do that again when I went back to college I remembered how much I enjoyed it and for me it wasn't even about like it was never about like getting free clothes or anything like I just loved even like taking like creative shots of my outfits and stuff like that was what I did like I remember when I was like 14 15 me and my friend used to go to Temple Bar on like a Friday after school and just like take these mad pictures of each other like I look at them now and I'm like I actually can't like they're so funny but I'm like that that's where for me like I found my creativity and was able to create things because I was never really that good at art so but I always loved creating things so I think for me it helped me find what I was good at and a way that I could express myself creatively I guess. I suppose like you've been doing really well with your Instagram and obviously your YouTube as well where you post a lot but you also have your clothing brand Subtle Poison so can you tell us about that and how that started? Yeah um (laughs) it's kind of funny it's funny because I I did an interview for a magazine in November of uh, 2019 and the girl was who was interviewing me was like okay so I really want to focus on a dream that you have and like a dream that I always have had is to own a brand like for me it was like you know I want to build a platform to eventually have a brand like that was what I wanted to do and obviously there's a lot more longevity in that than there is in just Instagram So that was always like my plan, but it was like, you know, when she was doing the interview, I was like, yeah, like, you know, that's a a long-term goal. But when she asked the questions, she made it really like, like as if it was happening so soon. And I remember being like, I'm so embarrassed (laughs) because I was like, this is not like something that's achievable for me, like so soon. And she was kind of like, you know, how are you going to start? And I was like, really small, blah, 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 blah. And then just last year when we were in lockdown, I just one day, one night at like three in the morning was like, I'm going to do t-shirts. And I just did up a quick design on Photoshop, like really quickly. And then I started working with Leah and the girl who does my graphics um, at the moment. And I was just like, right, I'm going to do this. And then the t-shirts did well. And then everything I've kind of done since has just been something like the suck my titty totes like that was like a joke from a night out with my friends and I was like I'm gonna put that on a tote bag and then I did and then yeah I think it's just kind of continued on from there and then I think as much as like I've enjoyed doing it all so much that you know obviously at the moment it's just been t-shirts and hoodies and tote bags and that's great but I think last year just before Christmas I was like I want to do something that represents me and my style you know even further 
So yeah, I have a collection that I'm working on at the moment. I've just got samples this week, first samples, um, which they're so nice. A few changes to be made, but I'm so, so happy with them. And then, yeah, I'm hoping to launch that kind of mid-April, hopefully, end of April. And I think like that for me is going to be like subtle poison. Like I'm going to just go crazy with it from there because it's so my style and I think anyone who follows me for my style will really love it as well and I'm so proud of all the pieces and I think they kind of represent like everything you know lockdown and stuff as well like because on the print there's roller skates and there's like you know people dancing and stuff and for me it's just like everything I love to do uh, but you know I think obviously lockdown and stuff we haven't been able to dance but I think roller skating for me has like given me that chance to dance maybe not in a club but yeah but I think just lockdown in general I know some people have found it so hard to be creative and stuff in lockdown but I think especially the first lockdown for me was like the complete opposite I really just dove into my creativity and I think just from there it's just kind of been like a like a butterfly effect I've just gone with it and I think I've been so in the present moment with it all that it's just worked and then obviously we haven't been able to go anywhere so I have had a little bit of extra money and stuff so I was just like if I'm not going to do this now <laughs> I'm never going to do it so I was like yeah just do it. It's kind of like you find your flow in a way and you've just been you know it's just been working for you. Yeah, definitely. And like, it's weird because, you know, before lockdown, I was going to move to London. And then um, after the first lockdown, I was looking at uh, renting in Dublin. And then I was just like, something in my gut was just like, no, like, I just feel like I just need to push and just do this. And I mean, I just kind of keep telling myself, I, I actually have so much faith in this. And I think all of the decisions that I've made based around it, like, hopefully are going to be worth it and I mean that's why I'm just like I'm going with the flow and really just trusting every gut instinct and hoping that it's all right <laughs> wow well, yeah and what's the end goal with the like what would be your absolute dream with the clothing um like for me I just wanted to like a I guess be my full-time job <laughs> be I think like I mean obviously it would be great to see like celebs or like you know big people in it but I think for me like it's always been something that you know the clothes that I'm creating and future clothes that I want to create like I'm just like okay if I can't find something that I want to wear like I want to just make it so that's what even these outfits that I'm designing like at the moment the that I'm going to be launching soon like for me it's like a festival outfit a, a roller skating outfit a party outfit like all combined into one so it's things that like make sense to me and I know that my friends would want to wear and I think having that personal touch to it like really helps but yeah I guess the long-term goal is just to make clothes that make people feel good and make people happy and have a good time in like I just want it to be a really fun brand yeah. um, that like represents a lot of people and a lot of settings and situations because like that's me like I'm a bit of an all-rounder and I guess that's just what I want the brand to represent and be. I suppose you said there about dressing celebs would you have like any celeb in mind who would be your absolute dream to dress? So I have one person in mind who like if she ever wears something from Soul Poison I think I will collapse and I really <laughs> want to make it happen. I don't know if you know Sita Abayan she's like a fashion kind of gal but she's literally been my icon forever 
So if she ever wore something, I think I would cry. But other than that, I mean, Miley Cyrus would be iconic as well. And I actually think the clothes would suit her a lot. So I might have to try and make that happen. (laughs) Send some to her. (laughs) Universe anyway, so it'll happen. Manifesting. But with this, I know your other big hobby or passion is roller skating. And it's something that like I personally didn't see much of it up until lockdown. And then I like saw loads of it and I was like, this is just so uplifting. Like I'd I'd be scrolling my phone, like watching like roller skating videos because they're just so like, I don't know, satisfying or something. There's such a pleasure to watch and like yours as well. Like, have you been doing it ages or is it a lockdown thing or when did you start? Um, yeah, it's only a lockdown thing. Well, it was um, the end of the summer last year. So I think it was around August last year. Yeah, the end of August. And like that, like I was kind of the same. I was just seeing people on Instagram um, in like California and all looking all dreamy. And I was like, I can do that. And it looks fun. And like, I think people forget that like I wasn't good straight away. I think it's just because I've only been doing it for a short amount of time. But like I have an addictive personality. Like if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. You know, like there's no half like arson things. I'm just like... Uh, this is all I can do now so like when I first got a pair I was like out on my road for like three hours on the daily and my neighbours must be like who is she <laughs> between my garden photo shoots and then being out on the road like on roller skates I'd say they're like the patient like you know but um yeah so it was August and then yeah it's just kind of been from there and then one of my friends started as well so we would skate together but yeah I'm so happy I did it I think it was just as well like I just like last year I went through a breakup and it was um a really tough toxic abusive relationship and I think I was just like you know in a lot of ways I'm very grateful that we were in a lockdown because I think usually I would just be like I need to drink and go out and party away my sadness is where I think this time I was really forced to deal with everything but I was still like I need something to take my mind off this and I got you a lingo and I was trying to learn Spanish for a while but I was like this is not working so <laughs> I bought a pair of roller skates and then yeah it's just kind of been again a butterfly effect. <laughs> yeah I saw that's how kind of I came across you at first as well just seeing the videos of you and then I was like who is this girl I need to buy <laughs> and obviously you know you have your outfits um and it just makes it so so much cooler as well. So that's really cool. But I suppose other than that, like, would you have any other, I suppose maybe unusual habits or even like habits where you'd nearly consider them a guilty pleasure? Okay, um, I'm like, do I want to expose myself? <laughs> I actually don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can hear the blush through the podcast. <laughs> Well, I suppose the roller skating is a, or the roller skating is a big one, like, but is like yeah. I haven't done it. I think since I was like really young. Well, I used to rollerblade. Yeah. So, yeah. but like, have you ever like completely just twatted yourself? Like, did you ever have an accident? Because I could just imagine, like, it looks so smooth when you're doing it, but I can imagine like a stray rock and you're done. <laughs> like, have you ever just had an accident? Yeah. Oh, I've had loads of falls. So, mm-hmm. I mean, especially at the start like you know trying to teach yourself tricks and stuff Mm. um I never forget one day I just got my new skates so I had new wheels and everything and the wheels were a little bit thicker than my other wheels 
it was the first day out on them and for some reason my, like half my road seemed to be having like a gathering like out on the road and I was like oh for god's sake social like, distance gathering go away yeah yeah <laughs> so I'm there and then I literally just like creased myself and I was like <laughs> in front of everyone <laughs> yeah my neighbor just looked at me and was like yeah okay. I was like did there new skates <laughs> and then about two days after that this same wheels I was in uh Clung Griffin skate park well I was at, at the park bit and I was going backwards and one of my wheels just caught off one of the other ones and I just flew backwards and again everyone was look, just looking at me but I think it's almost better when you're like around people because you're so embarrassed mm. so you just get back up <laughs> so quickly so you don't even feel it it's like I'm fine <laughs> don't look at me yeah. well it's funny how it never happens when no one's there <laughs> it's always when people are there I know. Have you a bit of a collection of the like? Are there different roller um skates for different kind of scenarios or settings and that kind of stuff? Um, yeah. So the first pair that I had, I wouldn't really wear anymore. But I, they were just I literally bought them off a girl on Instagram for thirty euro. I feel like it was meant to be the whole like roller skating thing because I literally put it on my story, kind of like not joking, but I was like, mm, I'm thinking of doing this. And this girl texted me and was like, hey, like, if you happen to be a size five, like, I actually have a spare pair. Um, you can have them if if you want. And I was like, okay. Mm. <laughs> and then she had to collect. She was like, I have to collect a parcel from down um, tomorrow. Like, I could meet you in town. And I was like, that's cool. Like, where do you need to collect it from? And she was like, nine crows. And I was like, I work there. <laughs> so I'm going to be there. <laughs> um, so it was like literally fate. So I had those for a while, but then um, they're kind of like a beginner kind of pair. So then I now have a different pair that are a lot more expensive. <laughs> it's an expensive Ooh. hobby. But, um, and then I have a few different kind of sets of wheels and stuff because like, you know, there's like wheels that are better for outdoors, wheels that are better for indoors. And then I have my gorgeous light up wheels, which I love. So. They're so cool. I love seeing yeah. Yeah, because even I know you had a really, really cute story. I always feel weird when I'm talking to people. <laughs> I'm like, I saw on your Insta story, but like you had a really cute story about this old man that like came up to you and he was talking to yeah. you that he used to roller skate. It was that the was cutest so thing. I was, and he was like telling me about a group on Facebook and like I literally don't use Facebook anymore. Enough, but I just like didn't have the heart to tell him. I was like, yeah, I'll have a look at it. Oh. He was like, yeah, it's saying that there was a place in Canada when he lived there and it was like a roller rink. There was bowling alleys, nightclubs, like loads of different things in this one big centre. And I was like, get us one of those in Dublin, like, you know? But it was so cute. He was like, you remind me of my youth. And he was like, no, I wasn't as good as you, though. And I was like, no, I'm going to melt. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's so lovely. And even, I, I think a, a little little birdie told me that another one of your, I suppose it could, you could call it a guilty pleasure, but you'd be into like astrology and stuff like that. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. So can you Probably explain a bit that to too like, much? Can like I don't know anything about it. Not that I don't like I I. It's not that I don't believe it. It's that I don't know anything about it. So can you explain it to someone who knows nothing? <laughs> I guess it. So I'll do like the time you were born, the place you were born, and what the stars were doing. I guess at that time. So like yeah, like the big ones that I would know would obviously be like your sun sign so everyone kind of knows that like your star sign basically and then you have your moon and then your rising so I'm a Gemini sun and then my moon is Leo and then my uh, rising is Sagittarius but it's so funny like whenever I tell 
some of my friends I'm like oh I'm a Leo moon they're like oh my god you make sense now <laughs> What's so what are the characters like you so like Leos are like um kind of into themselves a little bit but like you know that kind of thing I don't know how to explain it but <laughs> yeah I, I mean Leos <laughs> they're like confident but also care about other people like they're like yes uh, I love myself so let me buy you a drink that kind of oh, thing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah Gemini it's I'm definitely a Gemini as well but like it's funny because me and my two sisters are both Gemini but we're all quite different but I think that's where obviously the moon and rising signs kind of come into play because mm-hmm. we're quite different on like those kind of things but it's hilarious as well because my mom said before I was born so I was due on the 16th of May and then I didn't arrive until the 22nd and my mom said on the night of the 20th which is like the day before it would be Gemini she was like you need to deliver this baby tonight like I'm not having a Gemini so she's really into like astrology as well and stuff she's she's not mad into it but she was just like i just knew i didn't want a gemini baby (laughs) she ended up with three (laughs) oh brilliant well i know myself like i have um i don't know if you've heard of it it's like the co-star app where i can get like oh yeah stuff like that like yeah 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 I just downloaded it after one podcast we did someone was talking about it. and I was like oh let me get this so I was like just go into it and I'd, I'd read the little message for the day and it's just like take it easy today I'm like okay <laughs> but, um, I know I know <laughs> I mean if they told me so if the stars say so I better but um yeah. would you believe I actually I thought I was a different star sign for like most of my life until someone was like no, no. way I was like I'm a Libra but I'm actually Scorpio um, oh, you feel oh right. a Scorpio. Oh, yuck, Scorpio. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what, though? I actually have a lot of Scorpio friends, so I have a lot of love for oh. Scorpios. So. <laughs> and do you know anything about Scorpio? Like, is there anything, like, what does that mean? Do you relate? Like, the Scorpio is known for, like, their stingy tail, so, like, Ooh. <laughs> they're a bit blunt. They'll tell you as it is kind of thing Ooh, maybe, don't maybe. take no shares does <laughs> that mean <laughs> <laughs> nothing no joking no <laughs> i'm the um <laughs> yeah you identify as libra but i'm i'm the new one there's like a 13th one i was sagittarius but i'm on 12th of december and there's a new one and it's like oh oh it's like a oh, I would go with Sagittarius. I well, I okay. Too, it was like yeah. this new one, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm special. <laughs> no, Sagittarius women are good, but um, Sagittarius men. Oh my God, have you? Horrible. You should look up um list of famous Sagittarius men. It's like Ted. Bo- um, oh, great. Who else? Pablo Escobar. <laughs> hey, hey. Company came. Yeah, so. It, <laughs> <laughs> no that's the men though I feel like Miley Cyrus is a Sagittarius female so yeah the females are fine <laughs> okay yeah because I was gonna say anytime I like thought of people I knew who were also Sagittarius to think if I am I like them they were men and they were they, they, I wasn't so it's kind of like is yeah. this but now you say now you say Miley Cyrus is I mean obviously I I relate <laughs> yeah no but I do think like being male and female like definitely makes a difference as well 100 percent we must we must look up our moons and suns like the whole i suppose your spirituality then what kind of brought it on i think five years ago i was quite sad (laughs) and i was just like 
I think it just gave me like a sense of like hope like not so much the star sign stuff obviously but like spirituality in general and that was kind of when I got into like meditation and stuff like that because I was like it actually uh, like just kind of gives me reason to believe that like I'm not just like sad for no reason or I'm not suffering for no reason you know that kind of way like there's a reason behind all of this and there's a purpose to my sadness and it will get better and that kind of thing so I think that was it and it also like helped me get into journaling and stuff and I think like even now like journaling helps me so much so yeah I think it was just like for me just like an escape really okay yeah because you're you've gotten into Maxine's gotten into journaling as well is it like beneficial like does it help you like process the day is that what it is yeah 100% and I even feel like you know sometimes when you're like angry or like just overwhelmed like for me it just feels like I get it out on the piece of paper and then it stops me I don't know putting it on Twitter or like taking it out on a friend or taking it out on a family member that kind of thing and then yeah also like helps me just kind of actually process what's happened um and like another thing as well is like (laughs) like I've done a lot of therapy in the last year and um my therapist I was like I feel bad like being mean about this person blah 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 and I was like but sometimes I just want to call someone a fucking bitch you know (laughs) and she was like in your journal she was like whatever you want you can write about them in your journal and I came home and I was like (laughs) like, anyone ever saw that (laughs) yeah oh like everything and then I was like oh (laughs) so I think it's just yeah just like a huge really of like emotions so is that part of your morning routine now or night routine or do you just do whenever usually night if I do do it yeah yeah Mm. I I think for me a big one is like the whatsapp voice note (laughs) (laughs) in your journal yeah me and Maxine are awful for it as well like we're like we don't like we don't voice note we bloody make podcasts they're that bloody long like we have to download them and we're just like I think last night I was I was voice noting Maxine and all I did is let out steam and vent and then after a while I realized how mocked about myself and I sent her a separate note and I was like Maxine I'm sorry I realized that all I did is talk about myself this evening and just give out my apology but sometimes you need that yeah sometimes I I literally recorded myself one day just myself to my phone talking about somebody and I was like stupid and then I watched it back and I was like I am so embarrassing delete but like I felt so much better after it you know imagine that oh iCloud got leaked or something you'd be like (laughs) over (laughs) I suppose you were talking about journaling at night time specifically when you do journal and do you have like any other be guilty pleasures or just things that you do like to wind down when you're at home or just like home comforts oh my god I thought of one that's yeah I have one that's like definitely a bit weird and embarrassing Um, (laughs) and I only actually started doing this recently but like I literally like I have my led lights in my room and I literally put them on like the darkest setting and then just like put music on and like sage myself with no clothes on oh (laughs) that was like yes so that's like (laughs) probably a weird one I'm like yeah just dancing in my mirror I started doing that too during lockdown just dancing with the sage room 
No, no sage oh. me. Yeah, that. Yeah, that. <laughs> um, and is that just why? Like, why do you do it? Or like, is there? Do you just kind of? I mean, it started with the dancing, and then one night I was like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna throw the sage in here." Um, now I have heard that apparently sage actually isn't like great because I don't know. I think it's something to do with tribes who actually it originated from. I think it's causing them to have shortage. So mm-hmm. yeah. I'm I need to look into it more but like I had bought this sage that I have before I heard about that so Mm. maybe I shouldn't be promoting it but that's what I do (laughs) but I mean even incense and stuff like other incenses and stuff there's definitely ones that you can get that aren't damaging I guess but um yeah I think it was just for me like again like I feel like the past year I've been really like learning to like love myself like in a way that I never did before so I think like just by dancing around my room with no clothes on I'm like "Mm -hmm, okay I'm a hot bitch (laughs) um so yeah that's yeah probably and what's the playlist now when you're dancing around the room with the sage I have a playlist on Spotify um, and it's spelt weird with like oh, wow, trees and stuff in it, but it's called Songs for Sex. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it's <laughs> like, top feature got, got like, oh, we have, who do we have in there? Um, let me see. There's a bit of Doja Cat. Oh, yeah. Like that. Um, Kehlani. Oh, very good. Yeah, Jenna Eco. Yeah. <laughs> the internet. Summer Walker, IMDb, a bit of ASAP Rocky. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> and then Daniel Caesar. I need to add some more in there actually, but that's what we yeah. have so far. Very good. Yeah. Any guilty pleasures, or do you have any guilty pleasure artists or songs that you just you know either like listen to on repeat like all the time that it's actually like nearly embarrassing, or ones that you're kind of like. I'm listening to this, but I'd never really tell anyone. But you're putting it out here in the podcast now. <laughs> like I feel like Ariana Grande used to be that for me I used to be like oh my god Scarlett for me like when in her side to side era I feel like she was still a bit of a Disney girl but I feel like now it's okay to say you listen to Ariana Grande but um Mm. on repeat like definitely last year was Kehlani because she brought out her album like literally as I went through my breakup and like every song I was like yes <laughs> and like I remember one night in the summer like being back at my friend's house and it was so warm it was like eight in the morning and I just like lay on the roof and I was just like blaring this song like by Kehlani oh, wow. and just like screaming the lyrics and my friend was like, just like you're being <laughs> therapy therapy yeah, but even when you're yeah. on about um the sage there like you clearly have like an awareness about like your impact or whatever do you know as well like because I know you're a vegan as well so yeah. when did you get into that oh my god I just realized yesterday that this Easter it's going to be five years vegan anniversary <laughs> yeah yeah um but I was vegetarian pretty much on and off since I was about like 14 maybe Mm. so yeah I think I always say to my mom I was like I was born vegan because even as a child like yogurt and milk and stuff just used to make me gag I just couldn't do it and then like the only meat I really enjoyed was like processed meat which like isn't even meat anyway like I could never eat like turkey or chicken I just found it too dry so yeah I think I'm a bit of a born vegan be very healthy so or like your food choices will be very healthy but have you any like maybe like guilty pleasure foods or like funny food combinations where it's kind of like oh don't what is what's what's the saying don't knock it till you try it like you know oh yeah 
Um, well, I put ketchup on literally everything. Like, or another one which I think is a bit like weird, but I love it. Like, obviously, I have vegan butter, but like, like buttering your toast and then putting salt on it. Oh my God, yeah. yeah, love that too. Oh my god, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or even oh, tomatoes god. and then salt on the toast. Yeah, I'm just like I love salt. And my mom is so annoying. My mom is one of those people that you, you don't need to put salt on that. You haven't tried it yet. Well, I I know I'm gonna want salt on it as soon yeah. as I try it. So. <laughs> I put salt on a banana to be honest like honestly oh my god I love salt like especially the sea salt like the chunky yes. salt yeah yeah yes <laughs> that's the bougie salt yeah <laughs> that you can get in Aldi as well oh. I can, yeah <laughs> but, um, did you ever try that um veganese stuff because it's um, I just see it in the shop and I don't know what to do with that I don't know where to look right it's, it's actually it? really good yeah really? yeah Fair I love mixing it with ketchup as well because I used to be a real like mayo and ketchup kind of person before mm-hmm. I went vegan but yeah so I, I now mix it with ketchup too because I, I feel like I was never that into ketchup and then for the first six months I was vegan for some reason I thought ketchup wasn't vegan mm-hmm. I don't know why I even thought that but so for six months I had no ketchup and then we were in Asia like I was traveling like Thailand and stuff and I was like someone was like oh do you want the ketchup and I was like no I'm vegan and they were like shut up and I was like what and they're like ketchup is not like vegan and I was like what I was like oh my god I was like I don't know why I thought it was (laughs) I think I read something online that some companies the vinegar they use isn't 100% vegan so I was just like like I feel like when you first go vegan you're super careful and strict about everything and then I was like oh my god and then like since then I'm just like yes on pizza on toast like anything (laughs) I will have ketchup on it ketchup and salt oh my god I've been going near the old ketchup but we were just talking um off I was going to say off air, but um, off air. And we we're on about, I suppose, like festivals and stuff like that. And obviously your clothes are very festively, like they're very vibrant and stuff like that. But like you obviously, you said that you went to a couple of festivals you'd normally go. Do you have any like funny festival stories or anything? Um, yeah, she does. She's smiling. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they're legal. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what about like say even like Joe in terms of outfit wise have you ever had any like faux pas where like I don't know like a, a top or like your pants ripped or something like that <laughs> um maybe not ripped but like there's definitely even loads where like I you know I've literally like one year I had light up eyebrows and like I just love doing things like that because even like and having like I had a light up coat like and like people will always just be like oh my god when they see you but one thing I always did at festivals which I, I always tell people about because they're like what the hell every festival I ever went to I lost a camera but like I'd always get it back and oh. like I'd lose it and then lose it again the next day and keep getting it back and like it's outrageous I'd leave I them on the back of, like cordlew doors and stuff and then there's one time I had my DSLR with me like why but um I had it over my shoulder and one of my friends was like, go ahead, take a picture of me. And I was like, oh, fuck. (laughs) And then (laughs) I was like, oh no, this is like a big camera. And I was like, oh 
my life is over. And then it was yeah. so weird because this guy came up to me, we're all like searching around the floor and this guy came up to me and he was like, are you looking for a camera? And I was like, yes. And he was like, I just handed it into security. It was like, it's a big one. I was like, yes. Oh my God. And I was like, what's your name? Like, thank you so much. And he was like, lucky. My name is lucky. <laughs> and I was like, shut up. <laughs> like, wow. literally get out of here. And he was like, no, like my name is lucky. But then he got a bit weird because he was like, I'll add you on Facebook. And I was like, bro, I don't want to add you on Facebook. <laughs> Thank you Thanks for finding camera. my camera. Well, <laughs> like, yeah. Thanks and goodbye. Yeah. And do you print out, do you print out pictures and stuff like that? Or do you just keep them on the, because I really want to get into that. I've seen a lot of people like print out, you know, like they, like actually proper print yeah. out yeah if i if i bring a disposable then sometimes i'll get them printed but i'd love to one of my friends always brings a film camera so i'd love to do that but i'd probably never i'd never print my digital pictures i'd usually print if i had a disposable or film and they're actually so mm-hmm. fun just to have and because i do feel like they're always a bit more candid mm-hmm. as well which is nice because i definitely feel like instagram culture has kind of taken away from the candid shots so yeah you see that new app dispo i think it's david dobrik or something i actually yeah. don't want to know <laughs> <laughs> i can't deal with any more apps <laughs> what is it that- <laughs> it's like it's like a app where it's like a disposable camera and it comes out like a disposable camera so it looks like the same quality right. it's kind of like you know like vintage looking or whatever but you can only see it like 12 or it only prints out like 12 hours after you've like it only appears 12 hours after you've taken it. So you snap all night and you can't be looking at it and being like, oh, oh this is dangerous. Nice. Uh, you just snap, 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 snap. And yeah, then the next day when you're idea. all hungover, you can like, what, look at them together. You swear I was, <laughs> hashtag ad. <laughs> hashtag I was like, oh my God, it's such a good idea. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it is a great idea because it is like that whole kind of sense of film or disposable cameras, which like, I mean, loads of my disposable camera shots are so good. Like I have one, of like me and a few friends like we went to like a day festival and we were all drinking on the bus on the way there and then as soon as the bus stopped we were like all going to the toilet at the side of the bus and I just grabbed my camera and took a picture and it's such a funny picture like stuff that like you wouldn't just be like take out your iPhone to take a picture of like I was just like oh this is so funny and I just had the camera in my hand so yeah um I suppose that kind of brings us to the next and final part, which is a quick fire round. So we do that at the end of every podcast, which is a few questions. You just have to answer really quickly. Hence um, okay. the name of it. <laughs> okay. Um, so the first I feel like one... I'm bad at this stuff, but I'll give it. <laughs> <laughs> just go on a big long tangent. Um, no. So the first question is, what's uh, your favorite festival you've been to? Uh, Body and Soul. Mm, okay. Who's your all-time favorite designer or just fashion inspiration? So designer, I'm going to say uh, Mugler or mm-hmm. else um, Alexander McQueen. And then in fashion inspiration, Sita Abayan or Lady Gaga. Very nice. Good ones. Um, okay. So if you were on a desert island, uh, what three th- things would you bring? <laughs> I hate this question. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my phone, a charger and a fur coat. Okay. On a desert <laughs> island. <laughs> yeah, well, I just feel like, yeah, 
<laughs> and I feel like it can be like made into an outfit as well oh. as like the skies from on the other. Yeah, 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 exactly. It might it might get like cold on the island, so yeah, versatile, yeah. versatile. Okay, um, so if you could spend a day in someone else's shoes, who would they be? Oh my god, a rollerblade. Um, FK Twigs, because the pole dancing, the martial arts, everything, or else <laughs> Lady Gaga. Very cool. But um, okay, so last one then, uh, what is your hidden talent? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. <laughs> I feel like I answered this before. <laughs> it's like, that's such an awful answer. I think probably, maybe that I can do the splits, but I don't think that that's that hidden. <laughs> oh, maybe um, this thing. <gasps> oh my God, yes. <laughs> I, I think that's called... like a, um, an evolution thing. Okay. Where you wow. do that, yeah. You're so evolved. What, so yeah. you're, you're more evolved or less evolved? I think I'm more evolved. Sorry. More evolved. <laughs> you're, you're the Super human. You must be Neanderthals. That's all um, the... But if any... Sorry. That's all the quick firing questions. No, go on. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on with us. Um, I suppose for anyone that wants to find out more about you, where can they find out? Where can they? Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. It's all there. So yeah, probably just there. Just my name, Growing Your Bins. With and then you're, you have a website as well for your clothing brand, I'm assuming. Yeah, so that's littlepoison.com. So yeah, a new collection mid-April, hopefully. So yeah. So exciting. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. I had fun. Thanks so much. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Guilty Pleasures podcast. We have lots more exciting guests lined up, so please be sure to tune in. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can get us on Instagram at the Guilty Pleasures podcast, or you can get us on Twitter at the Guilty P-L-E-A-S 2. That's the number two. Thank you so much for listening and be sure to tune in next week.